Luiz Azevedo here, chairman and CEO of Bravo Mining, a company based in Brazil, listed in TSX, doing PGM with 15 months of life uh, since IPO. I'm really nice have nice to have you here. Well, right well it's good to have you here. Yeah, welcome, okay. to, welcome to London. Okay. You're in my neck of the woods. Uh, good to see you. We spoke back in August, then you had a kind of really nice introduction to the company and, and, and the background as well. But you, you remind, we're here today to talk about your new maiden resource, but you remind me, it's all happened quite quickly, hasn't it, since IPO? Yes, we like to do things quickly. Yeah. We, we know the country quite well. We have, I think, an excellent team, a team that have done this before many, many times. Mm. And we have a good uh, deposit, a tier one. Uh, we got a lot of work from Valley. was kind of uh, relatively easy to migrate to that resource in a short, so short period. But you had a few things to try and deliver in, in between the resource. I know there's historic data, which makes life easier, but you've been doing your own drilling, and we'll, we'll get into that. But in terms of those sort of the important things that you've been able to do since IPO to, to now, what, what would you put it down against that? I, I think he, the, I would say that the get the team right was critical. And we got this from the beginning because he, we basically have a lot of network in Brazil and we pick it up the best that we could. Uh, and they, they were available. They like to work with us. We have done this before in that region. Mm -hmm. The deposit itself is very well located. How many times I could go to a deposit with three hours time and it never be in the dirty road. Like we have full access to that. We have all the power that we need in, in the project. We have water. We have suppliers, we have skilled labor. So I'll be honest with you, was not difficult to get to this point with the success that we achieved. Okay, and my CEOs will take a lot of credit. Uh, but, right, let's talk about the resource. Um, you, just, you just announced your main resource. I think we talked about it back in August. So tell, give us some of the top line numbers. Yes, we came from 5.5 million ounces based on Valley, but was not 4311. We basically, spent like 15 months, drilled 45,000 meters, around 220 holes. We went deep in the holes. That's why the number had been even smaller than Valley done before. Valley done 252 and they done like 250,000 meters because we went to not just in fuel, but we went to deep in the deposit. We have holes at 400 meters so far, which shows that the deposit is open to that. And for sure, one of the great achievements that we have is to find a massive sulfide. We were able to, by lucky, to get a, a, a EM survey reasonably cheap in the, in the market because one of the majors had brought the equipment to Brazil. We took a window, we fly successful in a week. This, and instead of we spent four or five million dollars on this survey, we only spent $320,000. We got the permit in a short period to do that. Was That was amazing to get, and Brazilians government cooperate a lot to that. And we have 17 anomalies now to drill. Over There are priority anomalies to drill for massive sulfide as well. So does, does this thing need to get bigger? To, I mean, bigger is better usually with most things, um, but does this need to get bigger or do you need to start demonstrating economics? What's the order of play? I think we already had about 200 million tons for a mine of 10 million tons, we already secured, I would say, 20 years of mine life. Mm -hmm. I think the goal here is to 
uh, increase a little bit, maybe 25% to get okay. 25 million, uh, 250 million tons at 25 years mine life of a 10 million tons. Yeah. But the, the goal now is really to uh, upgrade the resource that we only have 37 and a half uh, indicated to probably 50 or 60 percent indicated. Okay, so so bring, bring that through, improve the, the um, I guess the, the value of, of the current asset, uh, maybe go 25 percent. Okay, makes sense. Um, here's here's the, the I think the challenge that you and other CEO space who deal with PGs, PGs, more broadly, is that it's not well known, right? And even the people that do have a sense of what it's about. They think, well, the EV cars are going to, you know, kill most of the market for you. So, in terms of where you think you're going to be able to sell into, you know, at the point where you get into production, what's the market like at the moment? What's it looking like in the future? I think there's two aspects to look over here. One is supply and demand. Like it, seventy-five percent of the supply in this of the PGMs comes from South Africa and Russia. Those. Well, Russia, we don't know what is going to happen, but it's always unstable in terms of production. But South Africa, for instance, is in a very silly situation. They have real problems with, this, with the power. And it, you see in the market, in the news, like a lot of uh, shafts are going to shut down. So the supply is going to be hurt. And I think the price is going to uh, uh, grow because of that. That's a point. Another thing that the world has a view that the whole world is going to turn to EV. I think it, EV is is a reality, it will happen, but the hybrid would pay, play a lot of importance on this market in terms of transportation. Mm. And the hybrids need the PGMs. And another thing is that we have not seen so far the transportation like changing to EVs. Uh, basically, the trucks if you replaced 40 million cars last year, like you didn't replace 100,000 trucks so far. So, and we are talking about one third, like you have 1.4 uh, billion cars to 400 million trucks. So like you've seen a lot of change in the car transportation, but you've not seen the truck transportation. So the PGM is not going away. Of, uh, and I think it, it will play an a, a important uh, role in the outfit of future. So it's it's not going to go away, but does the market shrink? Does it grow? I mean, what, you got to have a view on that. I, I think it, the market it would be stabilized, and you can see that China is even buying more than they are demanding. So they have a view that it, this the world is still need more mines. And the problem with the PGM's mine, they are very old and they are going very deep. So the price cannot support at this uh, at, the, at this situation today. Okay. So I see a growth on the price. Growth on price, which, which is always good because it helps with, with margins. If you've got a new mine, uh, the old mines would say suffer from the fact that it's getting more expensive the deeper you go naturally. Okay, um, let's talk about what next. That's the that's the that's the nightmare of being a CEO. You kind of spend a lot of time achieving something like a, a really solid resource, and people go, "That's brilliant." What next? So I'm going to say, "What next? Where do we go from here?" Well, what is next in this company is that we have uh, the possibility of the nickel, which is a reality. Not many companies have found massive nickel sulfide in their projects. Mm -hmm. uh, that's something that we are 
evaluating. We brought a guy from PHP, which is an expert on that. He's PhD based in Brazil, just doing that. We have our team focus in concentrate to expand and upgrade our resource. And our idea is to next year initiate the process of permit. The survey has been completely done so far. Mm -hmm. So we're going to submit the permit early February. And it, the idea is that we're going to bring to the market a new MRE uh, by the last quarter of the year. Mm -hmm. And then we start with the PFS. So the goal here is to basically have this project ready mm -hmm. for a construction or for a DFS as soon as possible. And the market will dictate when it will happen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so just back on the nickel though, so the, the, the nickel would be a byproduct within the existing project or is that, would that be separated or spun out? Well, right? we have nickel in our, uh, in our project in right. itself, but the nickel massive sulfide is something in addition to that. Right. Okay. 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 And so how do you, how do you tackle that? I mean, how do you allocate capital to that? And well, we are, uh, we are sitting in about 40 million dollars US at the moment, mm -hmm. uh, based on our last report, we're probably going to achieve uh, by the end of the year something around $35 million. Mm -hmm. And it, next year, we plan to spend probably 10 or 11 million because our intensive capital to put this project up running is mm -hmm. been already spent. So we're going to be basically carry on the exploration. So we believe by the time that we bring the market at PFS, we're still going to be sitting $20 million of cash, right. which is relatively uh, like a good amount of cash to not necessarily go to the market. Yet. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a nice defense mechanism for companies that have money kind of kind of sit through what the market vagaries are doing to them um, for, for sure. But just in terms of your things that you're in control of, you've explained some of the things you're going to do. What are the things that we need to understand about the company, about the project as to where the value is being created? Because lots of companies come and say, oh, we're going to create shareholder value. I, I very rarely know what that means. Well, uh, one thing like it, we came from 5.5 million ounces with the, not 4311, we delivered to the market 10 million ounces, 4311, in relatively short period. And in, I would say with probably one of the most efficient costs in the market, we spent $18 million in total since we IPO to now. Like if you put that per price of house, you're probably gonna see like we are probably on the top of the line. Mm -hmm. Our cost of burning is probably one of the lowest in the market. We spend like $250 for meter of drilling all in. And we have achieved in terms of the metallurgical in preparation for a PFS, mm -hmm. like a large number uh, of uh, tests, about 150 at the moment, mm -hmm. which tells the market that how confident we are about the deposit, how solid our case are. You probably not seen in the market like in a short period of time achievables like we done. We believe by 2025 we're gonna be fully permanent this project. So like if you look at the time that normally company does that in yeah. North America, it's 10 years. Yeah. So the point is that we want to make to shareholders is that when the price is there, when the demand is there, we're gonna be there ready for construction. Right. Okay. And. Obviously, and that's, that's a kind of interesting period when you kind of get to that construction phase. 
the uncertainty of the market and the uncertainty around the cost of capital at the moment is sort of troubling a lot of a lot of companies. So we are in a period maybe wait and see is sometimes you know seen as a as a bad thing. So I'm growing the company, but I think at the moment the, the cost of moving forward is also potentially quite terminal for some. I agree, but that's the difference between our team and probably most of the teams. Mm-hmm. We have like uh, what we call a very good owners team that knows Brazil, mm-hmm. know how to do things in Brazil. We have proven that in our previous company, mm-hmm. like the market thought that we would spend $120 million to put 1 million ton plant into production. We end up spending $45 million only. Like, but another thing very interesting that we are for the next year exploring a lot this property. And I believe that as we prove it today, we're going to prove next year a lot of good news to shareholders, adding value. Like we're going to keep drilling. We're going to keep doing the trenching. And the trenching, for instance, is something that like you have grades on the surface and we prove it that we can benefit from that overburden material at a really low cost. So this company has three optionalities. We have optionality of the large project. Yeah. I would say 10 million tons at the moment, but with a, a huge capacity of growth. We have the nickel possibility, massive sulfide nickel, which the value per ton is close to $1,000 per ton mm-hmm. and is almost DSOR. Mm-hmm. And we have the possibility to probably unlock a lot of value from the oxide material which we're probably going to be the first mind to benefit from that because it, we proved that we can recover around 60% of that and this is free digging or like a, any, yeah. we can probably put this into production short period. Okay, and I kind of want to finish off. I'm going to give you the chance to articulate not shareholder value or things like that. I want to call hard money because I'm looking at PGM stories around the world, public market, PGM stories were up. They are not getting any love at the moment. People, one must say, maybe don't understand it. Two, but nervous what the future holds, you know, um, in terms of the size of the market and pricing. Obviously, everything you said already, that a company like yours needs to either lead, needs to be the best, whereas from either cheap, you know, highest margin, um, into a market where you can you know, whether the kind of price fluctuations erratic as they, they sometimes are and say to people, we, we know we've got a resource now, and it's a long way to production, but if you've moved quickly so far, I expect you'll move quickly in the future. But you've got to say, based on the resource we've got today, based on the methodological work, we sort of understand the recoveries. We've got something that we feel today is going to be economic. The resource we've got, we'll update the resource soon. And so there will be even more of it. Does this thing make money? Do you think this is this thing's got the potential to make money? Not drive momentum and share price because of some fantasy, but the reality of building something real that will produce money. Is is that what you're working for? I have no doubt it. Eddie, based on a few assumptions. First, we are open pit. Mm. Second, we know how to operate in our country. Our country has probably one of the cheapest power in the planet at the moment. We may not have the price of the Saudi Arabia, the Qatar's yeah. of life, yeah. but if you compare to Europe and North America, we are two and a half cents for kilowatt. Wow. You know how much it will cost to connect us to the national grid to get this power? $4 million for a project like this, that's nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, And I'm pretty sure 
oh, we have the ability to, to unlock value and avoid dilution of shareholders, put this project in place in, in let's say, phases, and it benefit a lot uh, the shareholders with it, no, I would say, dilution, but it, having a long-term plan to be in production in a massive scale. Right. We can say that's a yes. Yes. We're, we're making money. Yes. And the share price will follow, but it, yes. it's the ability to want to get into production, economically actually make money that drives the share price or should do in the fundamentals market like I think we're in there. We'll see real companies will win. So Luis, appreciate time. Thank you very much. Sorry, that's the tripper, but the only single shareholders and uh, other investors and so forth. But actually, before I go, one other thing. Your share register at the moment, right, as you kind of move through these spaces, are we going to see more institutions coming in? Is, it, are you set, is that something that you'd like? I, I think we were looking more for liquidity in yes. this market. We right. are trading so little because we are very tight. Like we control 52% yeah. of yeah. the company. Yeah. Uh, the institutions already control about 45. So we right. need probably is improve the liquidity. And we are working on, we are yeah. talking to a lot of people. We are, we are, we're probably going to bring a lot more shareholders to this company. Uh, Eddie, I would say like we have no problem to be diluted, uh, myself and the management group. Mm -hmm. And we'll see how it plays next. Good. Okay, man. Thank you very much. Thank you. I appreciate it.